Oh, it's been such a long day. I'm so glad we're having a break now. Yeah, me too. Do you have plans for, for tonight? Um, not really. I don't really know what I'm going to do. What about you? Yeah, I am going to go home and I'm actually cooking dinner for my family tonight. Something special. Oh, really? What are you cooking? Pozole. Pozole? I've never heard of that. What is it? Hello and welcome back to Around the Water Cooler. I'm Ted, your host and English expert here at Babbel. In this episode, Mark and Eileen, two landscapers, are having a little chat during a break in their long day. The topic turns to evening plans, and Mark tells Eileen that he's going to cook something special for dinner tonight. Pozole. Now, if you have no idea what pozole is, don't worry. Eileen doesn't either. Let's listen to the rest of their conversation and see if things become a little more clear. After that, I'll jump back in to point out a couple phrases you can use to describe something that the person you're talking to has never heard of before. So, ready to hear more about Pozole? Then let's go. Really? You've never heard of Pozole? No. Okay, that's surprising to me. Where I'm from, it's actually a very uh, popular dish. It's traditional from Mexico. Oh, really? What, what, is it, what does it contain? Um, it has ancho chiles, and it's usually made from pork. It has some hominy in it, so What's garlic. What's hominy? hominy? Hominy is a type of corn. Oh, okay. Ancho chiles? What's that? Ancho chiles are dried poblano peppers. Are they super spicy or not so spicy? No, no, not really. They're not super spicy. I would say they're more smoky. Um, it's a bit like chipotle peppers, if you know those. Oh, okay, yeah. I know those. Oh, okay. And what do you normally eat, eat um, pasole with? Well, it's a kind of stew. And so you can usually eat it on its own. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's usually with, with pork and, and garlic. Um, the, the hominy, of course. Does it have like side dishes as well? We eat it with tostadas. Ah, okay. Tostadas? Uh, tostadas are like a crispy fried corn tortilla. Ah, okay. Yeah, you can actually make them yourself if you wanted to, but it's quite a bit of work, so typically we just go to the store and buy them. Oh, okay. That sounds super good, actually. Maybe I'll look it up on the internet and then I can try it myself as well. We always have leftovers, so why don't I bring some for you tomorrow? Excellent. I was hinting at that. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> Well, I guess the best way to get familiar with a new dish is to try it. I wonder what Eileen will think of Mark's pozole. I think it sounds great. Now, let's break down the conversation a little bit and take a closer look at some of the language Mark and Eileen used to give and ask for more information about pozole and its ingredients. So, first, Eileen tells Mark that she doesn't know the food he's talking about by using the phrase, I've never heard of that. That's useful for Mark to hear, since it tells him how familiar Eileen is with what he's describing. Since she has never heard of Pozole, he needs to explain everything to her. But where to begin? Luckily for Mark, Eileen helps him out by asking, what does it contain? You might also hear people ask, what's it made from, or simply, what's in it? All three are totally fine ways to ask about the ingredients of a dish or a drink. 
Now, the only problem is that Eileen is also not familiar with some of the ingredients Mark mentions, mainly hominy and ancho chilies. Fair enough, those are not the most common ingredients if you don't live in Mexico. To help Eileen out, Mark compares these two ingredients to other foods that he thinks she'll be more familiar with. Hominy, he says, is a type of corn. Shortly after that, he also tells Eileen that pozole is a kind of stew. Using the phrases a type of and a kind of lets us define something as part of a group with similar characteristics. That way, your speaking partner might not know exactly what you're talking about, but they at least have a general idea. And if you want to make a more specific comparison, you can use the phrase, it's a bit like, which tells us that two things are similar to each other. Like when Mark explains that the flavor of ancho chilies is a bit like chipotle peppers. As another example, both stew and soup are a combination of vegetables, meat, or fish cooked in liquid. The only difference is that stew generally has less liquid than soup, so stew is a bit like soup. During the conversation, Mark uses a similar form to describe one more thing that his family usually eats with pozole. Did you hear what it was? If not, then try to listen for it on your second time through the episode. Now, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you have to explain an unknown object or dish to someone, or ask about something unfamiliar to you, you now have a few phrases to help you out. Do you feel like you still need a bit more practice with English, but you just can't seem to get motivated? Then make sure you check out our exclusive Babble for Two offer which allows you and a friend or family member to learn a new language together by spending less money on a second account. Check out the link in the episode description for more details. Babble for two. Start learning together today. Okay, that's the end of this episode and the end of the first season of Around the Water Cooler. I hope you enjoyed each episode that you've learned something new, and that you feel more confident engaging in small talk, whether you're at work, with friends, or at home. We really care what you think about the show, so if you want to share your opinion with us, we've prepared a short survey for you. You can find the link in the episode description. On behalf of the whole team here at Babbel, thanks again for listening to Around the Water Cooler. Bye.